Welcome to The Rock Church, a vibrant, enthusiastic, edgy church meeting in West Bridgeford, Nottingham. You can find out more about us by visiting the-rock.org.uk. We hope you were blessed by this message. Okay, who's ready for the Word of God? Come on, Ali, up you come. There we go. Don't tell them. I have got a few. Just uh, if you're right-handed, just put your right hand on your right thigh. Uh, if you're left-handed, do the same. Well, your left hand on your left thigh. Can anybody feel anything slightly kind of bulging out? Anybody got one of them? Can anybody feel one of them? Oh, you've already got them out. Been taking notes and stuff. Maybe they're in your handbag and whatever. Um, phones. Uh, you know, over the well, certainly since I have been alive. These things weren't around. Um, But over the last generation or two, well, certainly the last generation, these have become somewhat of an essential in life. I know we don't all get on with them, but certainly, uh, I mean, I would like to think that I can find my way around my phone reasonably well. And uh, and even Paul's nodding. I was just going to say, the older, the older you get, the slightly harder it is, isn't it? But then again, if I think about my kids, they're just like so fast round, and I can't even keep up with them. But, but they have, they're more than phones, aren't they? I mean, I know this is obvious, but I want us just to, just to hone in and think about this for a, for a minute. In fact, I've made a little list, so I've got some, some notes. I've made a little list of what I do on my phone. Just kind of, just took a few minutes quickly, and this is not exhaustive, but of course I've, I've used them to make notes. That's the first thing um, I, I've done with it. Uh, like you, you probably use it a lot for texting. I think that's probably my primary use. Texting, WhatsApp, even uh, social media. You know, you're posting, you're communicating on there. Uh, anybody use their phones for paying for shopping and goods and whatever? That's it, yeah. I don't know how the Android works, but Apple double-click, your right button, Apple Pay comes up, stick it on the device at the counter, job done. Brilliant, isn't it? Checking and updating my calendar. That's another thing if I'm out with people and arranging a meeting. It's really easy. Go onto my calendar, put it in, job done, syncing up to my computer uh, so whether it's meetings, family gatherings, meals, football matches, they're all on there. My life is organised thanks to my phone. Uh, I love to take photos. Do you like to take photos? Yeah? Uh, I love to take photos. That's why I just spent a little bit more money. And I've got the extra little camera on the back. there. I've got three. If you haven't got three, have a look. If you haven't got... Who's got three lenses on the back of there? Come on. Come on. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, don't boast, James, don't boast. Um, here's another one that I do. I don't know whether you do this. I mean, do you talk to your, talk to your phone? Yes, Siri on the Apple. Who's the one on the Android? Alexa, is it? Siri. So um, a common conversation, well, a common narrative that I have with Siri is, hey, Siri, four-minute countdown, please. I always say please at the end. Do you do, you do that? It's like if you're brought up well, you can't not say please. 
And um, so Siri is, has an, uh, a regular command, four minutes, and that's because I want my eggs done right. So poached eggs. I had a revelation recently, actually, and it was this. It's that I've been doing the whole three minutes thing on high, right? And the eggs are, are never quite right. You know when you go to, uh, like, for a restaurant and you have eggs, poached eggs? They're just done well, aren't they? I don't know about you, but I subscribe to the ultimate egg status, which is runny, not snotty. Yeah, that's, that's how you want it, don't you? You want it too well. It means to be runny, but not snotty. And, and it's a fine art, but I'm going to give you this for free, right? Don't do the three minutes on high, just do four minutes on low. Every single time, the perfect egg. There you go. I don't know where I'm going with all this. But, um, so, where's my list gone? So, countdowns, uh, checking the weather. Does anybody check the weather on the phone? All the time, every morning, it's one of the first things, obviously I speak to the Lord, and then I, and then I look at the weather, because I want to, you want to know what to wear, Right? And then I walk a lot around Brown Bridgeford and stuff to meetings, and I want to know, click on the weather, is it going to rain? Yeah? Do I need a hood? Do I need a brolly? Is the wind going? Because, you know, even like, I don't want to be out with a brolly if it's windy, because you, you, you're that guy on the street, and the brolly inverts, and it's all, it's all not good. Um, online shopping's easy, isn't it, on your phone? Amazon? Not, there are other uh, outlets and retails. Um, you, can, you can use, but just one click. Uh, fantastic. I was with my dad the other day. He's in a nursing home, and he's like, oh, my headphones, are, they're all tangling up, and they're falling out me. He's like, no problem. Amazon, search for tangle-free headphone with multiple earbuds, whatever it is. There it is, $12.99. Click. Next day, there it is. So he's getting his, he's getting his headphones this week. Uh, watching programs. Who needs a TV? Who needs a TV these days? Just look on your screen, can't you? Who, who likes the big screen phone so you can watch your Netflix and stuff like that? Yeah, I used to be like that, but I've, I've calmed down on that now. Um, listening to music, podcasts, on your phone, fantastic. I even tracking your phone. Who tracks their family? Yes, it's great, isn't it? It's fantastic. I did it to Kate last night. She was dropping Kayla back at Leeds. I'm thinking, when's she back? So just... There's the device, and there she is, down the end. You were in South Normanton at the time, told me you were 32 minutes away or something. Fantastic, I love that. Tracking. In fact, do you do the one, have you got, anybody got the Plane app? Plane app? Nobody as geeky as me. The Plane app. The, pl- the plane, aeroplane app. So especially in the summer, right? You're in the back garden, 747 comes across, and you think, wow, where's that? Go on the app. In fact, let's do it now. Let's do it live. <laughs> Live example, I can't hear any planes, but, but this, is as good as, this is as good as it gets. So you stick your plane on, right, okay, so, and then you go to your, as Mansfield, where are we? So, okay, let's have a quick look here. Just talk about yourselves for a second. Oh, I've gone down to north, here we go, right, I've got my marker. Uh, oh, I'm going to have to put it off and put it on again. Here we go. Oh, lots of planes. Incredible how many planes. There's probably about 200 planes over the UK at the moment. Just, just a quick, quick guess. Now, we've got one. Oh, there's hardly any. Well, one's just gone through, looks like it's gone through RA up to Mansfield, just to give you a... It's uh, 30, 34, uh, one hour, 34 minutes ago, it left Geneva, and it's going to Edinburgh. It's due there in 42 minutes. It's suddenly, it's flying at 38,000 feet... And it's an easy jet. 
I don't know whether it is going anywhere, actually. Let's, let, let's hope it is. So um, I, think I've, I, think I've, I think I've made my point. Um, pray out. Don't forget, you can use the church suite. Clara loved me saying this. Does anybody use church? I'm not even going to ask and embarrass you. Church suite, fantastic, yeah. You can check out the sermons. You can find contact numbers for the members if you're a member. You can click on the prayer directory. You can update your own details, which you should all do if they change. Uh, particularly if you're changing address or something like that. Hey, I even used my phone. Last one. Let me give, give me one last one. I even used my phone uh, at Christmas to hang a picture because I opened the Spirit Level app. There you go. There you go. And, uh, oh, calculator, of course. And um, I can even take calls off people. So Lizzie's calling me now. Hello, Lizzie. Right, okay. No idea where this is going. Okay, give, give, me, give me one one very last. Who will give me one last one? Yeah. Um, my phone will do something that your phone can't do. Right? My phone, um, I can use it as a shaver. Yeah? Seriously, I can use it as a shaver. Let me find the app. You don't believe me, do you? There we go. Thought you'd like that. Oh, can't turn it off. So, why am I telling you all about my phone? It's for a reason. It's not because um, I didn't know what to say this morning, although that was I was thinking that at one stage. But I want to make the point that our phones can do so much. I mean, it's called a phone, isn't it, after all? But we don't always, we don't just use it as a phone. There's so many more things. We're talking about, in this series, about being intimate with God, about growing in our relationship with Him, about getting the maximum out of this life that He's given us. And there is so much more for us than we are currently tapping into. And probably there's so much more than we know. We are fulfilling just a portion of our lives that Christ has for us. And that's not to be detrimental to, to ourselves, but it's just to open our horizons and make us realize that there is so much more. Jesus said in John 10.10 10, that I have given you life so that you don't just experience it here and there and just get by. No, he says, I've given you life so you may have it to the full, so that you may experience the fullness of life. God doesn't want us just to open an occasional app in our lives and just do a few things. He's, he's, he's put a spirit of more than enough in us. He wants us to adventure life with him. He wants us to do great and mighty exploits in his name. He wants, the, the more that we experience life, the greater we are an advert for the kingdom of God. And I want to encourage us today simply to um, contrast last week, which was talking about who we are in Christ, and we talked about being saints, remember? So we said we weren't sinners by nature anymore if we've accepted Christ, but we are saints who have 
the capacity to sin. And the idea is that we do that less and less. We're, we're God's children. We're secure in him. He's promised never to leave us nor forsake us. He is besotted with us. Why wouldn't he be? Because he's created us. He's our heavenly father. But he doesn't want us just to be. Be is our word for this year. And remember, but we be so that we can effectively do. He wants us to do great and mighty exploits in his name. He wants us to fulfill the calling that he has put on our lives. There is so much more. Wherever you are in maturity in Christ, there is always another level to go to. There are always something new. Even doing something better for God that you're already doing. And I know it's, if you're like me, it's easy to kind of hit a new height in God and then just be satisfied with it, if I'm being honest with you, and just being complacent. You don't want to be. It's not your intention But that's so easily done. We just flick on the same apps. Whereas, actually, there's more for us to click on. There's more for us to explore. There's greater heights. The language of the New Testament is that, uh, particularly, uh, Paul says he wants us to run the race as if to win. So... We know that we are victors in Christ. We know that heaven awaits. We know that um, we are going to be that we are part of the kingdom, and we're going to be part of the kingdom. But there's more for us in the here and now to have life and to have it to the full. Uh, Two Peter one three says that we've been given everything we need for life and godliness. Think of it like this. You don't have to download any more apps for your life. God has already downloaded. Just swipe left, swipe left. They're all there. Sometimes you don't know your way around your phone or you don't know what your phone can do, but it's all there for us. Everything we need for life and God, every app, quote unquote, that, that we need for this life to be godly, is already within us. Remember, the life of Christ is in us. And with the life of Christ is the mind of Christ. And with the life of Christ is everything that we need. We've got the power of Christ. The same power that raised Christ from the grave is living within you. That's what the Bible says. We've got everything we need. We've got the power. Ephesians says, Ephesians 1, uh, 13, or Ephesians 1, somewhere I might have got it mixed up, says that we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So it's not like we, we, we need to call it down. We need to call it out because it's already within us. So the apps are there. We've got to just go and find them. By faith, we've got to swipe and we've got to click on them. And then by faith, we've got to open them and we've got to explore and we've got to then use them because they're inside of us. There's no greater joy for uh, a father, a mother, a parent seeing their children become all that they were called to be. And it's the same with God and you. So it's not just about the being. The being is essential. The being is foundational. But there are works for us to do out of our being. And it gives God immense joy when we connect with them. You see, on your phone, there are are what I would call common 
standard apps, you know, your text, your phone, your contact list, all, all those things. And we should be, uh, if you're not using them, there's probably not much point in having them. They're, they're the main reason for having the phone. But then there are unique apps, aren't they? Like hardly any of you, only me and Paul, I think, had the plane app, but we need to pray for each other afterwards. But <laughs> there are apps that you will put on your phone that the person sitting next to you won't have on their phone because you're wired and created specifically by God uniquely. Even, even the closest match of twins in the world have differences. Yeah, we know about the snowflakes. Not, not, it's incredible, isn't it? Not two snowflakes are identical. It's incredible. You are unique. You might put yourself in some general category, and I can put you in a general category, and it's a be okay. You're Christian. If you know God, you're in Him, and that, that's good. We need all that, but you are unique. Don't try and copy somebody else. I think we've all fallen into that trap before. I certainly have as a, as a preacher and a pastor. You want to be, oh yeah, I want to preach like that person. Or I want to be like that person. And it's kind of okay to an extent to aspire and to be encouraged into what God can do for you. But you and I are unique in him. He's cre- we're wonderfully, fearfully created You're an original. You were born an original, so don't die a copy. Be the best version of you that you can be. That's your gift to God. That's your gift to your community. That's your gift to the world. Be the best version of you that you can be. Nobody else can be you. So why aren't we focusing more on that? I want to encourage you to do that today to be a better version of you because you have got by far the head start the best chance of being that nobody can be you in all of your quirkiness in all of your I say that to the quirky brigade that I'm in the head of the quirkies uh, in all of your unique personality some people look at you and and potentially see failings where actually they're not failings, they're just differences. It's just uniqueness. It's the way that God has put you together. And we should celebrate that because it's already been said we're one body and many parts. And when we put all our uniqueness together, just just getting a grip of that yourself is, is fantastic. But God has put it so that when we're all together, something incredible happens. You know, it happens just to a degree on a Sunday with us all serving and using our gifts and talents and abilities and availabilities. But it happens out in the world as well into so many other arenas when church comes together in their uniqueness and just serve him, worship him, honor him, be all that they can be and do all that they can do for his sake. There's a verse in the Bible which many of you will know, and I'm going to quote it exactly. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ 
who strengthens me. You've probably got it on your fridge magnet. You've probably got a mug with it on. Uh, it's, it's one that's quoted often. Maybe it's a life verse for some people. Fantastic. You can do all things for Christ, for Christ who strengthens you. But also, you can't. Heresy. Heresy. Let me read the verse from the Amplified Version, which I think is more helpful for us. It says this. It says, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. You can't do all things because you can't do what I'm called to do and I can't do what you're called to do. But you can do all that God has called you to do. Through his divine strength and power living inside of you. Last week, when we talked about the kind of foundations of Christ, I don't know whether I used the word in the book, but in the second chapter we focus on it. Uh, well, we mentioned it. And last week's word would be justification. It's about who we are in Christ and what Christ has done in us. Justification, you can say, if you haven't heard this before, it's kind of like, just as if I hadn't sinned. That's what justification means. We've been justified through Christ's death on the cross. When Christ, this is what we said last week, when Christ looks at you, when you've accepted him, uh, when God looks at you, he sees Christ in you, the perfection of Christ, Because he has made you like him. That part of you, remember it's your spirit that God looks at and sees Christ. And then we have a soul and we live in a body. So we are spirit, we have a soul, we live in a body. And that part of us is 100% righteous. We said that last week. And another word for that is justified, justification. We've been justified by nothing that we've done apart from believing in him. It's absolutely mind-blowing, incredible, isn't it? And then we live out of that truth, that amazing truth. Why wouldn't we want to be so thankful and want to serve and worship God because he's, he's made us perfect in our being, in our core being? Why wouldn't we want to do that? And that's where sanctification comes in. So as I already mentioned, salvation is God's gift to us, but sanctification is our gift to him. Sanctification is becoming more, it's a progress. It's, it's the whole bit of the book, being, how to be saved, you know, the lost art of being saved. It's, it's what we do when, we be, uh, when we're being saved. We, the idea is that we are being sanctified. Now that's, that's on us. You can sit in your justification, you will go to heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I'm not mocking that. It's amazing. But God wants us to be justified, to be righteous, so that we can become more like him, so that we can be sanctified. Sanctified means being holy, being perfect in him. So we attain to greatness. Not anything of ourselves, but we can be the greatest version of us the planet's ever seen. That's what God wants. He wants you to be like Jesus, 
but with the gifts and abilities and personalities that is uniquely given you. So what gets you out of bed in the morning? What stirs you? When you see other people ministering, whether it's in the building, outside of a Sunday, on the streets, whatever, what, what gets you fired up? That's, that's an idea of what God has called you to do. Because whatever he's called you to do, you can do it. You can do it excellently. You might be a novice right now. You might not even know. You might, it might be, might be early doors in your Christian walk. That's fine. But I'm saying start swiping. Start having a look. Start praying. Start believing to connect with the way that God has wired you, the gifts that he's given you. Because there's nothing greater that he can, can, can experience, I believe, as I've already said, when he sees us operating how he designed us to be. And the thing is, with intimacy and a greater intimacy with God, it helps us. So the standard apps, the standard apps that we have, I would say those communicating apps. We should do that. We should all we should all, as, as, as believing people in God, we should all communicate with God. And if you're on a journey, maybe online, and you're not quite sure if you've got a relationship with God, you can, you can enjoy the app as well. And you can talk to God. God allows us to talk to him. It's how we get into a relationship with him. But he wants us to keep talking with him. My encouragement to you this morning is... In, in, in wanting to be the best version of you, just take the next step. Just take the next step. I, I, I want to encourage you just to be the next version of you. And that's my sermon title and my introduction, the longest introduction I have ever made. The title is up. And to prove that I'm not going to go another hour, the bank can come up because I'm going to start to, like that plane app, I'm going to start to come into land. So it's about being the next version of you. What, 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 what would it take to be the next version of you? I don't want to mix my analogies, but you get updates on your phone, don't you? And for the Apple, it's the iOS update. And... Sometimes they're significant updates, sometimes they're just bug fixes, sometimes it just helps you to use your phone better. And, and the, God, is, God is wanting to continually update. The Bible talks about going from glory to glory, bit by bit. So what is the next bit of glory? What's the next leveling up for you? What's the next version of you going to look like? It might be something reasonably insignificant. It might be something, some updates you don't even realize what's happened. And others might not, but you will. What is the next version of you? What does that look like? So for those common apps, is it, is it just connecting with God that little bit more? Look, if, 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 if you don't regularly spend time with God, and it's not all about being daily, but daily helps, it's good routine, good rhythm, then don't suddenly try and do an hour and a half with God every day. You'll do it for probably a day or two if you're really good and then you'll crash and you'll think and you'll be disappointed. 
just start and spend five minutes with him. If, if, you, if you're not in a regular routine, if, if, you, if you are, how can you, how can you enlarge that? How can you make that more effective? Generally speaking, it might be more time, but those, those disciplines of spending time with God, a quality time, a devotional time where you, you that, the best times are in the morning. I think I used to kind of be flexible with this. And you can be flexible, but my, my testimony is that, that the mornings are better. How can you give thanks to Him? How can you give praise to Him? How can you extract something of the Word of God for you for that day? We need this. Even Jesus modeled this. Early in the morning, before it was even light, Jesus would go to his Father and pray. You know what? When he was, when he was picking the disciples that day in the Bible, I, I, I just think Jesus probably went to be alone with the Father and the Father said, right, you're going to get a team together. You need to choose this one, this one, this one, this one. And he probably went through the whole 12 disciples. But he would have got that from spending time with his Father. God's got so many things that he wants you to do. He's got so much help for you in your every day. He just needs you to click on the phone app and, and, and have a chat. Put him on speakerphone. Do, do what you need to do. But he wants to commune and communicate with you. And then there are those things that aren't necessarily common for all of us, but your unique gifting. One of the things that we're, we're going to do uh, fairly soon as a church in the next week or two, we're going to be, I know most of you have done growth track and there's one going on today, but for those who have probably been uh, and done the growth track more than a year, 18 months ago, and we might do this regularly, we're, we're going to send out the test to you again. I think we're going to do it online, I think, aren't we? We're going to send out the links. And I want to encourage you, when you get that email, when you get that text, click on that link, spend a few minutes to do the personality tests and the spiritual gifts test again. Because sometimes you can just shift, even in a couple of years, you can shift because you become more mature, you can be more attuned to God, people have recognized things in you and whatever, and, and you sometimes just see things a little bit differently. And we want to take a, a fresh look at all of us. I'm going to do it as well. All of us in the church. And we walk, because we believe that we are all unique and we are all unique and that we need each other. You know, if you don't come to church one week, you might think, oh, well, I'm not going to be missed. You are. You are, because you might just be the hand on the shoulder in the TQ that somebody needs. And it might be something as simple as that. Your prayer might be the prayer that somebody needs to hear more than anybody else's prayer. And we all need each other, but we've all got these unique personalities and gifts. And so I encourage you to jump on that because we can do so much on our own, but we can do so much more together. You know, together you haven't got it, you haven't got it all together, but together we've got it all. We can do mighty exploits for God. We've got to plant churches. We've got to invade communities. We've got to partner with God in seeing the kingdom come in the south of Nottingham. And you know what? We will only do so much now with what we've got. But imagine when each of us over the next few weeks levels up. When each of us in the next few weeks just goes on that journey a little bit more with God just creates the next version of it. When we've got a room 
full of a snapshot now, but then a snapshot in a few weeks' time of a whole new version of the Rock Church. That's exciting. And that's what sanctification is all about. And I'll close by saying this, that our intimacy, which this whole series is about, and it will unfold more and more as the weeks go, but our intimacy with God, yes, of course, it's there in our devotional times, in our quality times. But you know what? There's an intimacy that you get with God when you're operating in your calling. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you for each and every person that you have created in this place. Every person watching online right now, every person watching back on demand, you have created each one of us unique. You've given us a purpose and you have said that we can charge ahead. We can dream big. We can run the race as if to win because you have empowered us by your divine power. We can do all things that we are called to do. No devil in heaven, no demon can hold us back. When we are in faith and connected to you, I speak the life of Almighty God. I speak the life of Christ living inside each and every one of us to rise up to the next level, for you to encourage our spirits, Lord, for us to exercise faith like never before, to go beyond Lord, the normal, to go beyond the natural into a supernatural life of living with you, Lord. Lord, the possibilities are endless. Even now, Lord, it's not just about leveling up. It's not just about the next version. But even now, I believe you're putting dreams into people's hearts, dreams of ministries that even through hurts right now, there are people who have experienced hurt and you've thought that you can't use this. But let me tell you, God says he wants to use your hurt because there is a hurting world, a hurting generation out there and they need your experiences. They need to not make the same mistakes that you made they need not to go through the same situations the time is short Jesus is coming back and for some of you he's going to fast track and I want to encourage you to take hold of anything that God is putting in your spirit right now and speak to somebody about it doesn't matter who it is base one just pray with somebody and say I'm just feeling this I'm just feeling this will you pray with me talk to somebody because we want to see you thrive we want to see you go into your promised land in God. We want to see you be all that you can be in Christ. Because when that happens, the angels celebrate. The crowds of saints in heaven cheer you on. And we want to join with them. So we thank you, Father, for everything that you have done in us. But we look ahead to everything that you want to do. And we connect afresh with that this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen.